Welcome to the Cross Tower Morning Market Color Call. It is Wednesday, September 15th. I'm Martin Gaspar, Research Analyst at Cross Tower. Uh, main news so far this week on Monday, a fake price release on Globe Newswire that Walmart would accept Litecoin as payment caused Litecoin prices to shoot up before tumbling down. A Walmart spokesman confirmed that the press release was not authentic. Several blockchains uh, seen some network issues. The Solana blockchain has been experiencing problems as a network outage, which has been ongoing for over 16 hours, has forced the network to go offline. The Solana team successfully restarted the mainnet beta earlier today and functionality should be restored. The Solana Foundation has released a statement to explain why they experienced the outage stating that the Solana mainnet beta encountered a large increase in transaction load, which peaked at 400,000 transactions per second. These transactions flooded the transaction processing queue and due to a lack of prioritization of network critical messaging caused the network to start forking, which led to excessive memory consumption, causing some nodes to go offline. Engineers across the ecosystem attempted to stabilize the network, but were unsuccessful. So the validator community elected to coordinate a restart of the network. Ethereum layer two scaling solution Arbitrum also experienced an outage yesterday for approximately 45 minutes. Offchain Labs, the firm behind Arbitrum, said the root cause of the downtime was a bug from a very large burst of transactions in a short period of time. The issue has been identified and a fix was deployed. Funds were never at risk, but the submission of new transactions stopped during the downtime. SEC Chairman Gary Gensler testified before the Senate Banking Committee on Tuesday. Uh, he stated that the SEC, like other federal regulatory agencies, does not have direct oversight over crypto exchanges. He warned that crypto exchanges like Coinbase should, however, register with the regulator. He stated that they haven't yet registered with us, even though they have dozens of tokens that may be securities. During his speech, Gensler remarked that a small number of cryptocurrencies are not securities, but he believes many are. In an interview following the hearing, Gensler indicated that both crypto lending and staking uh, offerings were likely to fall under the scope of U.S. securities laws. Senator Pat Toomey criticized the SEC's lack of clarity over what is and what is not a security. He went on to ask why the SEC only provides private feedback and analysis on whether a crypto is a security and called for a public announcement over what characteristics make a crypto a security or not. With that, I'll pass it over to our head of trading, Chad Steinglass, uh, for his view on the market. Good morning. Thanks, Martin. Um... You've mentioned the uh, the kind of fake news in Walmart that that kicked off the trading day on Monday. That news came out right at the U.S. Uh, market open at 9.30 a.m. Eastern. Um, <clears throat> that spike in Litecoin uh, spurred a spike in pretty much every other crypto at the same time. However, uh, analysts and, and traders were pretty quick to flush out that uh, that the news was, was potentially, uh, you know, not true, uh, and prices started coming down very quickly. And uh, all of that movement had already been basically taken out of the market. We were back to levels from uh, uh, before the news announcement. By the time any official word came out that uh, that that news was indeed fake, so it was. While there was a a, a major market reaction, um, the correction was was pretty quick, and I think people figured it out pretty quickly. Uh, what was really interesting to me, though, was the rest of the afternoon um, saw like a, uh, a, a good, slow 
uh, accumulation type of chart, uh, especially in Bitcoin, which is really encouraging to me. And that has really set the tone, um, you know, for the next couple of days since then. Uh, that looked to me like potentially institutions accumulating on on a VWAP algo or something like that. That's um, you know a, a, a long, slow, steady uprise chart rather than anything choppy or spiky, uh, which has been welcome um, welcome development since we've been trading a lot of chop ever since the uh, correction last Tuesday. Um, yesterday morning started with CPI data coming out. Um, CPI data is one of the things that that's uh, inflation data. That's one of the major things that the Fed looks at when uh, determining it, the uh, the inflation outlook, um, which can guide their their policy moving forward. Uh, the initial reaction across all asset classes was to uh, be joyful that inflation actually came in below expectations uh, for the month of for the month of August. Um, that spurred a little pop in crypto as it um, eased some fears that the Fed would start tapering early and start tightening its policy or, you know, tightening uh, Fed policy too early. Uh, however, global risk markets have been in a bit of a decline, nothing serious, but definitely a downtrend for the last week. And that continued right after the U.S. Uh, market opened. So we're seeing uh, some negative risk sentiment across uh, global macro. However, crypto has continued that kind of like slow, steady up uh, rise that we saw uh, starting right after the um, that fake Walmart Litecoin news. And that is kind of continuing through this morning. I'm still going to be watching for that, but I'm wary that there could be um uh, Another leg of risk off in equity markets uh, associated with VIX expiry today and leading into options expiry on Friday. So those are those are risks that I'm watching, um, but I'm liking what I'm seeing in the charts. Back to you. Thanks, Chad. Let's pass it to Catherine now for more market news. ETF Series Solutions has filed for a Bitcoin exchange-traded fund with Bitwise Index Services. This will be called the Bitwise, um, Bitwise Bitcoin Strategy ETF. The filing stated that the fund would not directly invest in Bitcoin, but would instead gain exposure through cash-settled Bitcoin futures contracts which trade on the commodities exchange registered with the CFTC. It may also invest in pooled investment vehicles such as Canada's listed funds. Um, that provide exposure to Bitcoin. The funds can also invest in cash, US government securities or money market funds, according to the filing. US bank fund services will act as the transfer agent and administrator, whilst US bank will act serve as the custodian. Jump Capital has raised 350 million in its seventh fund, JCPD, Seven, which um, marks nearly a 50% increase from the 200 million raised in its last vehicle in 2019. The firm is looking to dedicate 40% of the fund into crypto sectors such as DeFi, Web3, blockchain, and financial applications. Crypto Exchange Guide IO has launched a 100 million pound fund designed to support products in the industry. Projects in the industry. Three main areas of focus for the fund's investment will be technical and financial infrastructure, ecosystems, and applications. The fund will invest in a wide range of projects and also offer grants to open source projects which are building Web3 and open finance infrastructure. Gate Ventures offers financing, operational resources, and industry expertise to all operations it invests in. Um, Immutable, a layer two non-fungible token protocol that is built on the Ethereum blockchain has announced a 600 million Series B fundraising round. 
Um, the new capital will be allocated to expanding their engineers and sales departments, fostering industry partnerships and scaling the network's native NFT gaming projects. Uh, next, I have some mining news. So Algar Blockchain has launched an initial public offering in the United States. The crypto firm has announced that it's floated 7.5 million American dispensary shares on the NASDAQ global market under the, sicker, under the ticker ARBK. The company, which currently has a market, market capitalization of around 745 million, is currently building a Texas mining facility. Greenwich Generation Holding has revealed that Greenwich Class A common stock with the ticker GREE will go live on the NASDAQ on September the 15th. This will happen after the merger between Greenwich Generation Holdings Inc. and the technical support company support.com, which will be finalized on the 14th of September. And finally, Interactive Brokers, which is an online trading brokerage with more than 360 billion in assets under custody, is launching crypto access for their US customers in a partnership with Paxos. Interactive Broker customers can use Paxos Crypto Brokerage API solution to enable them to buy, sell, and hold Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin. With Paxos managing the complexity of custody, liquidity, and the licensing of digital assets, while Interactive Brokers will manage the client interaction. And I'll pass you back to Martin. Thank you. Thanks, Catherine. Turning to the crypto Twitter front, a lot of interesting discussions yesterday, especially around Solana's downtime. I uh, really saw a lot of bull versus bear posts between Ethereum and Solana enthusiasts about which network is better. Also saw some posts speculating on whether Tether holds any debt of the indebted Chinese property developer Evergrande. Also a few posts calling for NFT marketplaces to launch on Arbitrum to allow cheaper NFT transactions and to compete with OpenSea. Um, so we'll see how the Arbitrum NFT uh, market develops there. With that, I'll pass it back to Chad, uh, to see if he has any closing remarks. Thanks, Martin. Taking a quick look at uh, futures basis, it's been pretty stable with a slight bullish um, uh, slight bullish bias. Uh, been pretty stable other than, again, during that uh, quick spike and then correction of uh, of that Walmart Litecoin news on Monday morning. Um, I'm not really catching any uh, any big warning signs nor any uh, big signals from it right now. Um, but that's something I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be watching as well. Um, remember is also that uh, as we go into next week, uh, there's a Fed meeting on Wednesday and Thursday of next week. So we're going to be watching for policy decisions that that might have implications on rates um, and inflation and the, uh, the path that the Fed sees for inflation next week. Uh, and then lastly, on Monday of next week is index rebalance and MicroStrategies, which of course owns, uh, holds, you know, is, is basically a Bitcoin holding company at this point in time, is being removed from the S&P mid-cap uh, index. Uh, S&P basically made the decision that although MicroStrategy qualifies in terms of its uh, market cap, um, because it has now become just the Bitcoin holding company, that it is not appropriate for the index. Uh, so there will be a rebalance where Microsoft is, or sorry, MicroStrategy is removed from the uh, index and replaced with uh, um, another company I can't recall at the moment. Uh, 
MicroStrategy has been underperforming ever since that announcement has been released. I expect that there are a lot of uh, investors and traders playing that are uh, short MicroStrategy leading into that, that plan to cover on Monday. It's not obvious to me um, what the read through to spot crypto markets is, uh, but this is definitely a, there, there could be some volatility on Monday as people potentially are short MicroStrategy and hedged with long BTC. And they might try to flip out of that trade at the at the market close at the U.S. equity market close on Monday. It uh, could cause a little bit of volatility. Uh, we'll we'll wait and see. Thanks much. Thank you, Chad, and thank you for listeners for tuning in. Please follow Crosstower on YouTube and our socials for more of this content. Thank you.